Hello all, hello all, and welcome back to another episode of Real Talk. I am your host, Officer Antoine Thomas. Yep, that's me. Look, I like to take this time as I always do, always say, please continue whatever you're doing to like, share, subscribe to this podcast along with all the greatest and latest episodes. We are in season four and we hit it off with a bang. We are leaving no stones unturned, as I always say. It's very important that you understand that this season is a very important season as we are bringing all types of guests on this show. We're bringing all types of new topics to you. And of course, this show is sitting around policing. We will never defund the police, but we will always defend the police. We'll talk about the good. We'll talk about the bad. And guess what? We'll call out the wrongs and we'll praise the rights here on Real Talk. Now, if you had not had the opportunity to listen to the last episode that was entitled A Fair and Impartial Judge, I brought my good friend onto the show he is running for uh, Wake County District uh, Court Judge in, in, in the District of 10F Frank, which covers Apex, Fuquay, Holly Springs, uh, Morrisville, those, Cary, those areas. Good friend of mine. I watched him grow up. Another on than the one and only, okay, the one and only Asia Prince. And as we had an opportunity to share his platform, his policies, his um, experience in being a uh, an attorney to now passing the mantle over to soon to be judge of Wake County, North Carolina, located in Raleigh. Now, Today, I have a very, very important show to bring to you today because I know it is befitting as we are in the midterms elections. And as you can see, I am, let me, what side is it? There you go. I'm wearing Dunny Harrison team, the team of Dunny Harrison or the Dunny Harrison campaign team. That is where I serve with an awesome young man, Okay. Donny Harrison, 76 years of age, 16 years as the uh, Wake County Sheriff, and he is bidding to have his seat back. He is bidding to take back his rightful place, which is the Sheriff of Wake County. Now, you may ask, what in the world and why are you wearing this particular shirt? Well, let me just explain to you. I serve on Donny Harrison's campaign. I believe in him. I believe in his campaign. I believe in things that he has done, things that he wanted to do. Unfortunately, back in 2018, his stint was um, cut very short as he did lose the election to a gentleman who is on his way out the door, and I can't wait, a dictator, a tyrant who fooled the entire county of Wake. But now there is a uprising of folks who say, you know what, we were hoodwinked, bamboozled, and run amok. And so now citizens are like, whether you're a Democrat, unaffiliated, uh, 
aka Independent Republican, this is your time to stand up and take back your sheriff's office. Now, if you have been listening to Real Talk, you understand that I brought Sheriff Dunny Harrison on uh, Real Talk uh, last year, even this year. And because of our schedules, because we are in the midst of campaign season in the midterms, early voting here in North Carolina has begun. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Dunny Harris and I, uh, our schedules could not align. And I said, Sheriff, if you would not mind, please allow me the opportunity to go ahead and uh, be the think tank, tank, the think tank, uh, as I know your thoughts, your concerns, and I know what your plans are as I serve on the executive team for the Dunny Harrison campaign. I'm very proud of that. I'm very privileged. As Sheriff Dunny always says, he thanks the team for being a part of the campaign and taking out the time. But I want to uh, say a special thanks because I am the youngest member on the campaign team. Um, I'm surrounded by retirees and law enforcement in the uh, financial world, in the professional world, and they actually look up to my thoughts and my ideas and they uh, ask for my input. They respect me as a younger man who brings wisdom, knowledge, and experience. And I'm very thankful to all the teammates on the Dunning Harrison campaign. And as we are in the midst of early voting, which ends on November the 5th, and we will go to our general election, obviously around the nation, November the 8th, I know that we will be victorious on November the 8th. Listen to me, Wake County, as I give you an appeal and as I beckon uh, your votes. It is very imperative that we choose Dunny Harrison. There's not much left in the sheriff's office as it pertains to employees, uh, as it pertains to the financial budget, as it pertains to deputies on the street, deputies in the courthouse, detention officer in the jail. All of it has been destroyed by one man, Gerald Baker. This is my show, so... I get a chance to say it. I'm going to say it every opportunity and every chance that I get. We, you, as the Wake County citizens, chose a dictator. And unbeknownst to you, not your fault, you gave this man an opportunity to uh, enhance the sheriff's office. You gave him an opportunity to make the sheriff's office better. Unfortunately, he did none of the like. But yet he destroyed your sheriff's office. And today, I want to dedicate this show solely to my colleague, my former leader, the person of Donnie Harrison, the former sheriff, the sheriff who hired me back in 2012, 2013, as I came from the city police department. And I was faring well there. I had no real um, reason to go to the sheriff's office other, um, other than the reasons that other officers around the county had left uh, to pursue their goal and dream as a Wake County deputy. And the main reason was they respected De uh, Sheriff Dunney. They understood what he was about. He was a working sheriff. He respected all of his employees. And he proved himself to be a great leader. So a lot of agencies saw a, a mass exodus, not really due to the fact that they were doing things wrong, but they saw that the sheriff's office was a great opportunity. 
uh, to patrol the great county of Wake, to have the opportunity to work under a great leader. And he still is today. And I can tell you, because I have the opportunity to sit at the table with him, along with the other campaign staff members, as we brainstorm and bring new and fresh ideas to the campaign and hopefully from the campaign back to the sheriff's office. I am privileged to be a part. And today, I thought that it would be befitting to title this show, You Have a Sheriff and Donnie Harrison. I guarantee you that. Now, it is very important that we understand that this election means more than anything. Not only is Sheriff Harrison's uh, reputation up on the line, but his passion, his experience, and obviously his hard work along with the members of the team's hard work is up on the line as we have worked tirelessly to make this campaign a success. Now, many of you know that I helped a friend of mine during the uh, primary elections to uh, Rip Baker, Randolph Beatty. Most of you were aware of that, but also at the same time, I was promoting Dunny Harrison. Most people ask why uh, were you even supporting a person on the uh, Democratic side. And the reason being is because that I look past the D and the R, which you should do as well, as it pertains to law enforcement. And a friend reached out, and at that time, Sheriff Dunley had not announced that he was running, really didn't have a clear idea yet if he was going to run. And so I decided, to, after some thoughts and prayers, to help Randolph Beatty in his campaign. And we all have had a successful and fun time. We were we was not the victors, but I can tell you that we had a good time. I had a good time. I learned so much that I was able to carry over into the Dunny Harrison campaign with a lot of great uh, team members alike, and uh, had the opportunity to push Randolph Beatty, but also push Dunny Harrison. I never stopped uh, supporting Dunny Harrison. So for all the folks who I haven't heard this, but who may think in your mind that he's a rhino, well. I got news for you. I never left. I do believe in giving people opportunities, chances when they have uh, proven that they're worth uh, taking an opportunity to help them succeed. And I believe we did just that in uh, the Randolph Beatty campaign. It's been a great pleasure. But now I took my expertise, my experience to a higher level, and that is on a Dunn Harrison campaign. Now, many of you may ask, what exactly do you want to discuss with us today? Well, I would like to appeal to every voter who has not cast their vote yet for the um, race of the Wake County Sheriff's Office. This is one of the most important elections. I said it before. I said it again. I just said it a minute ago. We must vote our convictions throughout our ballot, okay, right down through the ballot. Forget about the DNR. Vote your convictions where your beliefs and your uh, convictions align and where that aligns with that set person who's running for that particular office. Then you vote. Consider taking a chance to not vote down that ballot, okay? Now, let me say this. As I always do, we as PBA members have been lobbying and I have been a PBA member and I have served on the board for uh, 11 years. I currently don't serve on the board, but I spent many years in a General Assembly here in North Carolina with great people lobbying for the amendment or at least the appeal to take away the political party being attached to the sheriff's race. 
We know here in North Carolina, many states have the same. You have to choose a party when you go and register uh, to even decide to run for the office of sheriff. You have to be a um, unaffiliated Democrat or you have to go in that um, particular registration and vote Republican as your uh, primary party. It's my opinion that we take all that away to make this a nonpartisan race. And I've, I, I've had the opportunity to work the polls these last few weeks, as I did back in the primaries in May. And I've always told people, see, if you take the D and the R off, you leave people with nothing to go by other than research, uh, listening to that particular candidate. And then you know where they align, where, where, where they stand and where you stand. But what I've witnessed the last uh, few days being at the polls and our early voting is that people are going straight down the ballot. And I'll say to you that if you're doing that based on the party uh, alignment, affiliation, dedication, uh, whatever you want to call it, you're wrong. You're making a critical mistake. But if you're voting your convictions, if you're voting your beliefs, if you're voting where the candidate aligns, then I'm all for it. But this is very important. I know I keep saying it. it is a very important race. And as we continue to appeal to the General Assembly, the House of Representatives, to change or mend the fact that you can take the D in there off, it will be a beautiful thing. It will make lives more easier. I am a firm believer that we should be voting the person, and I'll say it again, and not the party. We are law enforcement officers. We are not politicians. Make that very clear. Donnie Harrison makes it very clear. I'm going somewhere with this. Follow me. I've really seen this week, as I stated to you and last week, how people are going to the polls blindly uh, bubbling in a circle and making sure that it says D. Blindly voting to make sure it says R. And we are in a mess as it is in the country. Get back to value. Get back to beliefs. Get back to all things that matter. And if we do that, we will continue to grow and make our nation better. Now, it's pretty disgusting to me that people are spreading rumors, lies, false information, as I have the opportunity, again, working the polls to talk to some of the black constituents for um, White County and folks who are voting uh, for the sheriff's race. And the things that I've heard from my uh, fellow black Americans have uh, troubled me. It has disgusted me. It's made me very upset. There are folks all around this uh, county who have um, opinions. And we all have opinions. Some of those are factual. Some of those are definitely misinformation. And some of those are misguided. And I'm here today to dispel the myths. I'm here today to... to dispel the misinformation, and I'm here today to bring facts. Believe it or not, working the polls, I've had more pushback, more attitude from my white Americans than you would think black Americans as it pertains to the Democratic uh, Party, okay? Uh, we know that Sheriff Dunley is serving on the Republican Party, but again, it's not about the DNR, but the people that I've ran into as of late have made this a DNR situation. 
It's quite fascinating, and not only that, it's very comical to me. Matter of fact, I had a gentleman who had told me while I was at the polls that I should be ashamed of myself for even being a part of the um, Republican Party. And my uh, response to him was he should be ashamed of himself for being a part of the Democratic Party. Why did you give rebuttal, Officer Thomas? Because people in America feel that a certain race or the opposite race cannot be free thinkers and vote for themselves and think for themselves. What that man did not know, I've been a part of Blexit, which is the black exit from the Democratic Party. I've served in many roles in that organization led by Candace Owens and Candace Owens, excuse me, and Brandon Tatum. And we are free thinkers. That is the main focus of Blexit. To be a free thinker, think for yourself. If you want to be a Democrat, know the reasons why. If you want to be a Republican, know the reasons why. Vote the way that you know, not what you heard. Vote again your beliefs and convictions. And if your conviction convictions align with the Democratic Party, vote that. We're not knocking any party. I'm not here to knock any party. But what I am here to appeal to you to say that we need to make the right decision on November 8th. We must take a leader who uh, is willing to step back in the arena at 76, still in good health, good spirits, mind is sharp. Uh, that is the person of Donnie Harrison. Uh, we have to get him back in. See, what I understand and know is that Donnie Harrison could be home at his, uh, as he did retire from the Highway Patrol many years ago, he could be home uh, hanging out, drinking sweet tea, eating a biscuit, which is two of his favorite things to do. But no, he wants to see the sheriff's office, which is right now in the shamble, back. I want to see it back on top as the leading um, county sheriff's office in the state of North Carolina. Right now, the way county sheriff's office's um, report card is way below average. But day one, when we choose Duddy Harrison, you will see your office back intact. You will see the great things arise and great things happening. Now, I'm going to digress because I have some things I want to discuss with you. Again, I want to dispel the myths. And again, today's show is very important. Titled, You Have a Sheriff in Dunning Harrison. Listen, let's tackle, let's get right into it. So why did I choose this title? You may ask yourself. I'm very glad that you took the opportunity to ask, and I'm going to give you a straight and forward answer. Uh, I have worked with Donnie Harrison since campaign, his administration, uh, as an entry-level deputy. Let's go back from, let's talk about his administration first before I um, intertwine the campaign. Okay, I started uh, off working under or alongside, as Sheriff Donnie like to, likes to say, uh, at an entry-level deputy position, okay? I worked my way up through the ranks from first class deputy, went on to be a master deputy, where I served in several different roles as a domestic violence deputy, served in crime prevention. Um, I don't credit this with Baker, but I was under his leadership demoted down, not Dunny, but Baker demoted down uh, to SRO. So I can even put that under my belt. Thank you, Baker. Um, had extensive training under the administration of Deputy, uh, excuse me, um, Sheriff Dunning Harrison. It has been a great ride. It's been a pleasure. Uh, what a great and professional leader um, Sheriff Dunning is. And I can go ahead and tell you that if I did not believe in what Sheriff Dunning stands for, 
if I did not believe what he did, what I if I did not believe on what he wants to do as it pertains to his new administration, again, I serve on the executive team, so I'm privy to um, all those details. I would not be sitting before you today. I would not be wearing uh, Team Donnie's shirt. I would not be promoting him. I would not be at the polls. I wouldn't do any of it if I didn't believe in Donnie Harrison, okay? Now, I wanted to come on air today, again, to dispel all the rumors, myths. I'm hearing all types of things. I get messages from different deputies asking this. This is what they heard, and none of it has been factual. Now, I want to first talk about the major uh, myth that people state, um, obviously, on the black uh, voting side. They say that Donnie Harrison is a racist. Let's first start there, okay? Let me state that Donnie's opponent, Willie Rowe, um, was actually promoted under his leadership to a major. And I'm sure if you would uh, ask uh, Willie Rowe, his opponent, on a Democrat side, um, is that true? He would tell you absolutely it's true. Um, so looking at that, if a person's racist, I don't really think that they would spend the time to even um, look at a promotion for the opposite uh, race, even if people are saying it. And my question is, you have to give factual information if you're going to spread rumors and um, deface somebody's character. You have to give reasons. Now, from what I've known, seen, and watched, and what I see now, Dunning Harrison has given everyone an equal opportunity to rise up and be successful and show your worth. That's what he's about. How do I know? Because I'm serving within his campaign. He allows my voice to resonate. He allows me to bring ideas. He allows me to uh, uh, think of things that uh, may come out of the blue and hit my brain. And I call or text him about it. He listens. He understands it. He says, let's try it. Let's, let's think about it. Let's bring it to the team. Okay? So I know that to be true. Again, factual information. I have seen Dunny personally promote people from all races. From all walks of life. Okay. I am a product of just that. Being promoted. Okay. Under his leadership. Donnie Harrison gave me a shot. When others uh, back at the sheriff's office. Jealousy. Whatever it had, may have been. Did not want me to have the opportunity to advance. Okay. Um, he took a chance on me. Okay. I can recall an instance when Donnie brought me into his office years ago set me down at his desk and said, uh, I want to help further your career. I understand that you want to advance into this particular role. Uh, personally, he personally told me out of his own mouth, okay, in my ears, he said that uh, I'm going to give you this opportunity. Make me proud, son. And whatever you do, please, these are his words, do not make me look bad. I said, yes, sir, you won't have to worry. I'm going to prove that I want this spot, need this spot, and deserve this spot. Now, that's a leader. Dispelling the myths. Don't know him to be a racist. Never seen it. Now, you have to understand that uh, Sheriff Dunley does come from Beargrass, North Carolina, um, area out in the east, uh, a forming uh area, okay, obviously he has a southern draw accent, obviously he um, 
spent time on the tobacco fields or whatever uh, type of farming his parents and family did. But that does not make anyone racist by the nature of where they grew up. It'll be the same if a person grew up in the hood and came out and was an awesome person, but to the uh, outside looking in, just by the nature of where that person was from, how they appeared to be, that they would be a person that was hood, uh, ghetto, uh, rude, uh, dangerous. All those things are myths until you know for yourself. Now, in that same particular instance, after Sheriff Dunning said, don't make me look back, I'm going to give you an opportunity, a probation period to prove yourself. He came back to me months later, actually tapped me on the shoulder, whispered in my ear, and a group of people didn't want to say that loud. And he praised my work, and he told me that he was proud of me. Now, that's a leader. Again, that is a leader. Told me, don't make me look bad. I'm going to give you the opportunity. I'm sticking my neck out. Then came back around months later, heard what I was doing, saw what I was doing, and he told me out of his mouth, you're doing a heck of a job, son. Continue doing what you're doing. That's a leader. Now, where the racism lies in that, I can't tell you, but I'm here to dispel the myths. You have a sheriff in Dunny Harris. Now, myth number two, Dunny implemented negative policies against people of color particularly black people. Why am I putting, why am I talking about that? I had this um, statement proposed just uh, last week at the polls in Southeast Raleigh. Black female stated this to me. Okay. She looked me in the face and, 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 and told me that Donny Harrison had implemented uh, policies that were negative and against the black race. Okay. In the black community, black citizens. And my rebuttal being that this show is all about real talk. We only state what facts and we leave uh, unfactual information behind. I uh, looked at her in her face as well and asked her to further explain what she meant by that. What was the proof? Okay. Her not knowing that um, I served as a deputy sheriff for many years. Apparently, she thought I was being paid just to hand out flyers, promote Sheriff Dunn say good things about him. I don't believe in that. Nobody's going to pay me to uh, say good things about you. I got to know. I got to mean it. And I have to see it. So I, I, my rebuttal to her was, well, guess what, ma'am? I've worked in that sheriff's office for many years. I have never enforced a negative policy against black people. I have never been told to enforce a negative policy against any people of color, black, brown, blue, or pink. You know, many of you want to know, well, what happened what did she say? How was her facial expressions? She was dumbfounded. She had nowhere to go. But she tried to spin that thing around and come back again with another false statement. I said, ma'am, I respect your views. I respect your opinion. But I think it's best that we cut this conversation off because I don't see where it is being one that is productive. I don't see where we are um, speaking facts here. And we both... Uh, agree to disagree, and we uh, left that conversation um, without issue. Now, I'm all about schooling someone and taking them, as they say, to the basketball court when you need to, because we have to state facts. You cannot be, be out in public or, or, or on social media, on digital platforms, spreading false information. That is what's wrong with our nation 
as a whole right now. We're spreading things that are not true. And we cannot continue to do it. It's not right. It's not fair. In return, I told her uh, as we walked away that uh, her information was very new to me. And I had never heard that before. Being a former Wake County Sheriff's deputy uh, under the leadership of Sheriff uh, Donnie Harrison. I had never heard that. And uh, I was not going to uh, let her guess what, win that particular argument based on um, misinformation. I even took it a step further and I told her, you know, it's amazing that you state that Dunny Harrison uh, has implemented negative policies and asked his people to push it out. Well, another thing I had to school her on was that the sheriff cannot make policies that can uh, hinder uh, different communities or races. That is not in his makeup. He don't change laws. Okay, he can't uh, make laws. He only enforce the laws. Now he can implement procedures and policies at the level within his agency, uh, even having some procedures and policies within the county as it pertains to maybe the standard of the jail, how he operates or how we operate the courthouse. But he cannot implement laws that negatively affect races. And I can tell you for a fact that he would not do that. So she had to eat what we call some humble pie because it wasn't true. Now let's move on. And I want to address an elephant that's in the room as big as day. Two elephants. Let's first talk about Sheriff Dunny's age. He's 76 years old. Many people have told me at the polls. Many people have told me in person outside the polls. He's too old. His time's up. He did it already. He doesn't need another shot. Well, I believe in giving people another shot. I gave Obama two uh, tries at the presidency because I believe when you have something that you've started and is interrupted um, due to your own negligence or, or maybe not your negligence, this is your time to get back in there and fix things that you had um, already planned on doing. And I believe that Sheriff Dunning did not um, finish out what he wanted to do. There were great things that Sheriff Dunning was doing at the level of uh, being the top cop of the county. And I believe it is time to get him back in there. He is still a working sheriff. He's still able to uh, drive, obviously. Yes, he had some major back issues, but he is, I can tell you, the stamina of this man is better and, and definitely more uh, aggressive than his opponent. I'm not talking bad about him, but Dunny usually runs about five events a day, uh, sometimes more, sometimes less. And the man is still getting called from the media. He's getting pulled from the citizens. He's getting pulled in for last-minute fundraisers to speak at all these events, and he's staying abreast. I have yet to see uh, Donnie Harrison tired. Obviously, we're humans. We get tired. Uh, or to the likes of saying, I can't do this, or I'm not going to do it. I've never heard him complain. That is a very impressive leader to me. And if that doesn't make you go out and want to work harder, what will do that? I'm uh, in my late 30s, okay? And to see a 76-year-old man with the stamina, with the mindset, with the will, with the tenacity, with the ability to want to continue his law enforcement quest says to me, I need to work alongside him. I need to get back in there and help uh, advance and push his agenda forward. That is one that is great and big for the whole county. How can you not get behind a leader like that? The platform is to make a safer Wake County. And the only way we can do that with the uh, right staff, okay, right people, uh, right citizens, and right agencies around us to help us 
make up the safety and the law and order of Wake County. It is a, it is a big, huge uh, uh, spear, and it takes all of us to get it done. That's the first elephant in the room I want to address. Sheriff Dunny, you're going to see he's still going to be that working sheriff. He's still going to be out on the roads patrolling. He still may show up at your house on the call. Now, we talked about it on a previous podcast, Sheriff Dunny and I, uh, some time ago. No, you won't catch him out there foot chasing. <laughs> I don't even foot chase anymore. Do you see this body? Okay. You know, when you look at foot chasing, it it is one that you really have to think twice about doing with uh, the technology we have now, the dangers that come with it. Why not figure out who the person is and catch them later? Easy peasy. Now, what is that second elephant that's in the room that we need to address? The dog bite situation. Back in 2018, uh, one of our white deputies, and I'm calling out race because that's what Wake County did. That's what Jerry Baker did. Uh his canine dog attacked a black male who later died, not from injuries or not from the assault or not from the incident. He died as a uh, overdose after he received his settlement that he um, filed and sued against the Wake County Sheriff's Office, ultimately the uh, government of Wake County. This was a big, huge controversy. Some people say this was the Achilles Hill um that actually caused Dunny to lose the race because he stood by that particular deputy and he said it on air, he said it on the record that he was going to stand by uh, this said deputy until uh, the court proceedings, as you know, Lauren Freeman did, who is the district attorney, did uh, indict, have him indicted on uh, felony charges, which was pled down to misdemeanors. Um, what made that case very interesting that all the other agencies involved uh, those particular officers were not charged except, I believe, for a trooper due to uh, the negligence of uh, his actions and his uh, voice recordings that actually corroborated what had took place. Now, I know that deputy personally who um, had committed the act, it, it was done out of uh, unselfishness. It was done out of malice. It was done out of an intent to hurt kill or uh, injure um, the victim. What that was was a little bit of complacency mixed in with uh, wanting to help out when um, said agency, Raleigh Police, called for assistance. Um, That deputy didn't have opportunity to really assess, take a step back, look at the whole entire incident and scenery. Um, And I believe, and I've told him this face-to-face, We've had many talks about it, that if he would have done that, the particular that he was put in would have been resolved because it wouldn't have happened. And we're human and we all make mistakes. We all come short, but no one deserves the uh, scrutiny. No one deserves to have that held against them for the rest of their lives. And so uh, due to Sheriff Donnie being that leader who believes in standing by his men, backing them up, men, women, um, giving him opportunity because he hates firing people. He biggest thing Donnie said can get you fired is lying. I believe that is the ultimate one that should get anybody fired because especially in law enforcement, when you lose that particular momentum and that particular skill set to tell the truth as law enforcement officer, you have done some damage. And I believe that is worth a termination. But Donnie has a big heart as again we stated earlier, he came from humble beginnings. 
But at the end of the day, you have to understand that uh, he was only looking out for his men and that caused him a failure on uh, many citizens' parts, allegedly, that they said to him uh, and they said uh, this about him, that uh, he had taken the sheriff's office back to Jim Crow days, which I very much disagree. The climate was wrong at the time and it fueled what was going on within our race wars and race baiting. And we saw that. And I even told Sheriff Dunn, if you go back and listen to previous episode, I believe that God ordained that moment and that time when he lost the election so that he could reset, uh, do some things health-wise. He could go back to the drawing board and create new plans, new ideas, and see where he went wrong. Everybody must have a debriefing Everybody must have a point in a time in their lives and careers where they have to take a step back and look at the areas where they fell short at. And that way, later on down the road, they can become better. And I believe that's what Sheriff Dunning uh, has done. Matter of fact, let me erase that. I know that's what Sheriff Dunning has done. And I even credit the uh, termination that Baker gave me as a great success. I believe it was God sent. I believe God ordained that as well. I know some of you may say, this guy's crazy. Yes, God allowed me to get uh, fired for a reason so that I could take a reset. I launched my political career even much greater. I got a chance to travel all across the country, meet a lot of good people, do a lot of great things. And as I told uh, members of the team and uh, Randy and I were talking about this periodically, that if we had not been, uh, been fired, we would not be able to do what we're doing now because I would still be at the sheriff's office under um, great stress and scrutiny. But the Lord freed me up, and now I'm able to represent Dunny. I'm here on my own podcast show, representing, uh, pushing him forward, talking about all the great things that he is going to do uh, on this upcoming campaign. I look forward to sharing some of them with you uh, at the end of this segment, okay? And and, and unfortunately, we, we, we do not have that luxury. I'm going to go back to the dog bite to always make um, calculated and drawn out decisions. Most times when we enter uh, calls or go on incidents, we have a split uh, second decision to uh, decide on what we're going to do. And sometimes that decision may not be right. And that's what we saw with the dog bite incident back in 2018. It was a um, quick incident. It was a lot, a lot of things happening. I'm not here to condone either. I'm here to make uh, here to make excuses. I'm only here to give you facts and dispel misinformation, rumors, okay, that yes, there were some balls that were dropped. There were some things that could have been done better. But when you look back on it all, uh, no one died, okay? Uh, no one suffered uh, loss of limbs. It was an incident where an assault took place um, and people had to pay for those errors, okay? But, Everybody deserves a second chance, even Dunny, as it pertains to his campaign, his administration. You got to look at all the good things that his administration has been able to do. Now, the citizens of Wake County, mostly uh, made up of black of the black community, were very upset at Dunny Harrison. Uh, again, as he went on record, went on the air and stated that he was going to stand by the particular deputy until the end of the court date. Um, of course, he did not um, finish out uh, the court date or the uh, particular trial as he was voted out of office. It was very amazing that the former police chief and the uh, high patrol colonel stood by their men and women and nothing was said about it, okay? Uh, incident that 
not only was a spontaneous decision again, as I must state, it was um, done with heavy reprimands and punishment. I believe there's nothing wrong with that. But they still stood by their men. Now, when it came to Danny Harrison standing by his men uh, and his employee, he he wasn't given a benefit of doubt. And I think that is very much uh, inappropriate. It's not fair. Everybody deserves a fair and impartial opportunity when they mess up or uh, maybe make a decision that may not be totally right or may not be the decision that the citizens wanted him to make. But Dunny could not as um, get through the scrutiny that had taken place, and he was blamed, of course, for the dog bite. Uh, again, talked about the Jim Crow era. Um, even his opponent at that time, Gerald Baker, stated that birds of the feather flock together, flocked them in with um, the uh, former president, Donald Trump, said that he was racist. He was beating down on black people, wasn't promoting black people, was not giving the black people a chance, which was uh, obviously all false. We see what the administration has done within um, Baker's reign and what he has done to all races, but a special emphasis on the uh, black race. Okay, I'm moving on. Remember, we're all humans. We should have opportunity. Now, I had the opportunity to talk to that particular deputy, and again, I imparted some wisdom, I imparted some experience, I imparted some things from the outside looking in. We're not here to Monday morning quarterback that. I'm not even here for that. Uh, the issues were there, and they were corrected. Um, I also know that Donnie Harrison learned from those incidents. He talks about it all the time. He learned from the errors that uh, was mixed in with that. Uh, I know I'm running long. Uh, you can definitely believe and trust that we as a campaign staff have been and continue to discuss um, how to move forward as it pertains to the K-9 um, division policies. Uh, we've been looking at all types of policies as it pertains to the agencies that surround um, the Wake County, or I should say that uh, makes that make up uh, Wake County. Looking at those policies and procedures to see where we can tweak it, where we can do better, uh, and all these things are still up in the air, so bear with us. Uh, ask all the questions you need to ask, but believe me, you, that we're working on it. Sheriff Dunley's thinking about it constantly. He is playing these scenarios back in his head because no one wants to make the same mistake again. However, uh, again, we're human and things are going to happen. Somebody else will be bit if dogs are still able to apprehend and do the things that they do. But is it done maliciously? Is it done randomly? Is it done out of intent, spite? Uh, even criminally, and, and all those uh, answers to those questions are no, okay? We're also looking at the errors as it pertains to mental health and how to address that when deputies approach a gentleman or woman who is uh, having a mental episode crisis. We are here to make sure that uh, these things are um, taken care of um, in a proper manner, uh, procedurally, effectively, um, and safely. That's what we want to do mostly, okay? So know that we are working very hard, okay? And I'm going to move on, uh, but it was very important I talk about that because these are things that people are asking as black voters. Um, and again, black voters are holding these, um, or that incident against Dunning Harrison. But you have to understand that everybody deserves an opportunity to reset and try again, okay? Myth number three, Dunning's going to clean the house and fire everybody that's uh, under the Baker's administration. 
Baker's staff? And the answer to that is not true. It's false. It's false information. My first response to that question would be, um, did he do that back in 20, 2002, excuse me, when he took office um, as the Wake County Sheriff? Did Dunn Harrison fire people? And the answer was no. Uh, did he restructure, move folks around to fit the agency's needs and also to fit their uh, experience and their uh, worth? Absolutely, he did. Any great leader would do that. Now, it, it is very uh, important that we address the rumors because people are already afraid, been afraid for almost four years now. They're under stress. They're under uh, scrutiny. They're under all types of things as it pertains to their work environment. We're not here to make that worse. We're here to condense it down, decrease it, so that people can understand that you know, and I'm speaking to the deputies that was there, citizens that was there, civilians that was there, detention that was there under Sheriff Dunning's reign. You know what you're getting from Sheriff Dunning Harrison. You know that he's not into um, the process of demotion, termination, fear, ruling uh, with fear, ruling with a tired and a strong fist, ruling with uh, dictatorship skills. He is all about advancement. He is all about uh, inclusiveness. Um, and that is what we do on the Team Donnie campaign. That's what you will continue to see. Okay, We're not here to place fear in hearts. We're not here to place stress in minds. We're here to make our jobs much easier. We already have a tough job in law enforcement, as it is. Okay? So you have to understand that someone will always fabricate a story to make it fit their narrative, their agenda. Right? Am I right about that? Once that story is told to one person, again, it trickles on and goes to the next. And I've heard it all the way down. And it, it creates a huge wildfire. But let me be the first to tell you that Dunny Harrison is not coming into the agency firing people. Uh, he is not going in there um, demoting people. He is not, excuse me, going in there um, taking advantage of people. Understand that the uh, makeup is a skeleton crew that the sheriff's office is running with at this point anyways. He doesn't have the opportunity, even if he wanted to do that. They'll be left with no one to serve on the streets. Okay? Now, did you notice that um, I mentioned we're not going to uh, do such a thing as it is a skeleton crew as it relates to the sheriff's office, detention, civilians, and all those positions. There's skeletons in there. So why would a leader like Dunny uh, continue to decrease that. No, we want to increase that number, okay? Now, everyone who is at that um, agency right now doing a great job, Sheriff Dunny's uh, mentality, his words always, I'm going to speak for him, is continue to do the job that you're doing. Uh, keep God first, family, and then the agency uh, in mind, but continue to do, continue to grow, continue to be successful, okay? And all these things, will be uh, great. All these things will matter. And do I need to say more about that? Do I really need to say more? Now, let me address the number one question. And yes, I was asked this very question by a nice white lady just the other day. She said to me, it was another gentleman, black gentleman that serves on the campaign. He was out front near the parking lot. I was near the rear, closer to where you would in, uh, make entry into the polling site. She came up to me very politely and asked, so I just want to ask a question. I noticed um, your colleague, black male, uh, noticed you, noticed y'all wearing T-shirts. You had the Dunny signs. Uh, you're representing the white man. And with all due respect, why not the black candidate? And I candidly told her this. I said, uh, Willie Rowe 
appears from what I have seen and heard, taught him with, appears to be a good guy, but I don't know anything that Willie Rowe wants to do. I don't know his leadership skills. I don't know uh, his mentality. I don't know his agenda. I don't know his ideas. I don't know his blueprint, but I do know Sheriff Dunn's blueprint. I do know what type of leader Sheriff Dunn is. I do know his agenda. I do know his ideas. I do know his leadership skills. I do know his heart from what I can see. I do know that he is a man of character. I do know that he just wants the sheriff's office to be back great. Again, he does want that. I can't answer all those questions for you. But what I cannot do is lie about anything. If you want a good sheriff again, and for those who have moved into this state in the last three, four years, if you want a good sheriff, then you need to vote Dunning Harris. Lastly, why should you vote for Dunning Harris? I have 10 reasons to leave you with why you should vote for him. Dunning Harrison was previously, previously the sheriff of Wake County for 16 years, okay, without issues. Under his leadership, we obviously saw the Well Check program, which is coming back. You saw the um, uh, Project Lifesaver, which is coming back. You saw the advancement of promotional process, which is coming back. You saw that for none and sworn uh, employees, okay, you saw Dunning Harrison fight for the increase in the advancement of um, salaries, okay, you saw him fight for more deputies on patrol, you saw him fight for more uh, uh, people to take up leadership roles, okay, you saw him respond to calls, you saw him active on the news, you saw him active at crime scenes, you saw him in your neighborhoods, you saw him in your stores, all that is going to be done again. You knew that he was very conservative with your taxpayers' money. He didn't waste uh, your taxpayer money. He didn't go out and do wasteful spending, didn't buy luxury cars, didn't buy himself nice cars. He put that money back into the agency. Okay, that's what you'll have in Sheriff Donnie. Number six, I'm on number six, believe it or not. Supporter of, he is a supporter of men and women who worked at that sheriff's office. Donnie Harrison advocated for better raises, as I said earlier. Okay, for every member of the sheriff's office, especially sworn officers, especially detention officers. And as he stated on the record, he will continue to fight for your uh, advancement of pay with the commissioners at the commissioner's level. He will continue to go to bat for you. Dunny Harrison has served over 50 years in law enforcement and still has a passion to serve. Why not, Sheriff Dunny Harrison? Eight, Dunny Harrison is relentless, unselfish. He is a unselfish leader who came from humble beginnings. I said that earlier, bare grass, North Carolina, growing up poor, as he states, okay, making it into higher patrol, making it to being the sheriff. Who else? Who else? Dunny has a big heart. You know that already. Do I need to keep telling you? He's, he genuinely cares for people, his employees, for people to advance, people to have opportunity to grow, uh, especially those who work alongside of him. He wants to see their needs, their health, their families flourish. 
I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen it with my own eyes. Number nine, our campaign staff, we have a strong vision, strong ideas, a huge blueprint that is ready, typed out, and ready to go day one. Sheriff Dunny put that on the record. If elected tonight, Sheriff Dunny can start and continue his quest as a sheriff. He immediately can start. He has a vision that is clear, concise. His plans are um, ready to be unleashed and put to work. And lastly, I'll leave you with number 10. Dunny has pledged to have 30 deputies on the streets, okay, uh, on day one when taking office. He himself will be on the streets. I'm sure I'll be out there as well. Uh, many others will be out there. We will be working hard if elected as sheriff. And his thoughts, his views, his words, not mine. The floodgates will be open, open for people who were wrongfully terminated, people who quit due to the stress levels. You will be able to reapply and have your jobs back. At what level you'll be serving, that I don't know. That is a conversation between you and Dunny Harris. But the floodgates will be open. And for the folks that are currently there, no pressure. Stress will be decreased. You'll go back to living your lives the way you should have been living. The safety of the sheriff's office is coming back. Okay, the mindset, the morale, everything about what we had in 2018 is coming back, but it's going to be better than ever. Why? Because I know I'm a part of it. I'm seeing it. Now, Dunny Harrison has stated on record, you heard on Real Talk, that if you were in good standing uh, when you left the sheriff's office, whether it terminated or if you quit, if you're in good standings and you want your job back, you can have that job back. Dunny Harrison states all the time, he is going to need lots of help from men and women like you. Ten good reasons. I gave them to you. And I do have more if you want them. <laughs> Why would you not vote for Dunny Harris? I gave you 10 good reasons. Why would you not vote Dunny Harrison back in office? What do you have to lose? Why would you not vote him in? I'm appealing to every citizen of Wake County. What? Do you have to lose? Now, as I end this segment, I want to leave you with one more thought that maybe will help you or maybe sway your vote or maybe dis, uh, finalize your voting process in your mind as it pertains to the sheriff's race. Okay? Maybe I can leave you with one more thing. And what is that one more thing? If you want your streets safer, if you want your county safer, if you want your schools safer, if you want your communities safer, if you want your grocery stores safer, if you want your churches safer, then you need to vote Dunny Harrison for a safer Wake County. You will see things elevated, enhanced at the school level. Mental health will be addressed. We'll make that better with the help of great hospitals and great psychologists that we have on the team. Gun permits will be uh, implemented, okay, at a faster pace than what it is now. What else could I say? We will tackle human trafficking. 
as Wake County suffers from and as a state of North Carolina suffers from and as a nation suffers from human trafficking, we're going to take a look at that. And we want to decrease those numbers here in Wake County. We also want to do some things that was done previously. Welfare check program. It's very important that the citizens have an opportunity to make sure their loved ones are safe. Previous administration stated under the leadership of Jared Baker, he went on record saying that he was a sheriff for all people, not just the elderly. I beg to differ. The elderly are vulnerable. The elderly are the less taken care of. The elderly are not safe most times. The elderly live alone. The elderly have health issues. Who's going to watch over them? Who's going to call to make sure they're doing okay? Who's going to call to make sure that they're still alive? I know who. The Wake County Sheriff's Office under the leadership of Donnie Harrison. On November the 8th, cast your ballot. And if you are currently casting your ballot right now during our early elections, make the right decision. Leave the DR off. Leave the R off. Vote your convictions. Vote for the person and not the party. Law enforcement is very important and law enforcement still matters. Listen, I'm going to digress. I have enjoyed bringing this particular episode to you today. It is one that is very important. It is one that I think we all have to understand. We all have to take a look and we all have to know that at the end of the day, if you want your county safer, then you need to vote Dunny Harrison. I've enjoyed bringing this particular episode to you. As I always say, reach one, teach one. And until the next episode, I have some more great guests that are coming on. I know today I came on by myself. It was very befitting that I get up here and talk about Sheriff Dunny Harrison. You have a sheriff in Dunny Harrison. And as we end, Lord, continue to bless our country, bless our men and women that are serving in armed forces. Lord, continue to bless the men and women that are also serving in blue. And until next time, I'll see you on Real Talk. I am your host, Officer Antoine Thomas. We'll see you very soon. I love it.